yeah, no, I, it's really weird for me to practice social distancing lately because I haven't been able, the only person I've really been touching and holding is cash. Yeah. But like that's a risk we're taking, uh, especially since we don't live together. Um, but yeah, I'm sure for you, like you, you're just like, what's changed? <laughs> Naughty. Okay. We don't eat out as much. That's, that's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. Like, um, cooking more. Yeah. Have you been to any of the grocery stores yet? Oh my god. It's been ridiculous. So when like word first got out that we were going to be like pretty much staying at home, people were getting off early, like what, last Friday? Mm-hmm. And we went to like three different stores. Not like to just bulk up, just to get regular groceries. Yeah. We went to was it Food Savers? Food Max? Costco. We went to Grocery Outlet. We went to Target. There was no toilet paper. I'm like, you people. And I'm seeing people grab, like, just carts full of stuff that they're clearly not going to really need. Yeah. So, like, ridiculous. Yeah, Cash and I, I went to Walmart to get more active pants and, mm-hmm. uh, like I asked Cash, I'm like, oh, just per chance, if you want to go over to the pantry aisles and see what's there, just grab whatever. Like grab some black beans and grab some black beans and lentils and like noodles or whatever. And I'm vegan. So this is one of those things that like I need to go out and check it out. Um, and Cash comes back and he goes, there's nothing here. We need to leave. <laughs> Like it was like doomsday apocalyptic because there was a lot of people there. There was a lot of people there. And like, there was also a lot of people not minding their space. Like they weren't being, yeah, they weren't being, um, like I, every time I was trying to look for a pair of pants, like someone was up in my space. I'm like, excuse you. Can you not? And then same thing within the grocery aisle. Like it was the same deal. Like, can you not? <laughs> can you not? Mm-hmm. Like, do you guys not know? Personal space means extra space in these times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, and it's been raining all week. I feel like that's a strange correlation. Right? They're like, well, funnily enough, I have been going outside more now. <laughs> Julie and I have been taking walks and seeing all the cute little dogs and stuff, which is nice. But it's like... I like the purple gray in your hair. It's the wax. I think this is like day two or three. Yeah. Day two. I, I'm like day four. <laughs> I need to wash it out. Really? It's also kind of hard to take showers and then like I don't want to reapply because if I reapply it gets gunky. Yeah also like when you're applying it has your hair been soaking wet or like kind of damp? It, it was like more close on the soaking wet than it was damp. Maybe try damp because I've noticed I use less wax when it's like just a little damp after I put in like my conditioner and um, I just do Curl Smith. I started using their like curling souffle, which is really nice. And then putting the wax on top, and I was like, yeah, thank you. My Ooh. girls are happy. Ooh, yes. No, 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 no. All right. Oh. Do you want to officially get started? Yes, let's let's officially get started. I mean, I was kind of recording the whole time anyway. That's fine. Shout out to uh PopFit. You were talking about some athletic wear, and I found them online. 
and mm -hmm. they go all the way up. I want to say to like six X. And so like I ordered a pair just to try them out because uh, I've been trying to work out a little more, as you know. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I had like gotten rid of a bunch of old like crappy spandexy stuff. And these have pockets and mm -hmm. um, they're high-waisted, super comfy material. You know, like uh, when you are stretching, how sometimes if you get like crappy pants, they'll become see-through mm -hmm. mm -hmm. or they'll like snag or like pinch. Mm -hmm. These don't, they go like a really nice material. So shout out to them because they actually like followed through on what they were advertising, which is really nice. So I have an extra pair, I think, uh, but yeah, if you want it. Okay. I'm not sure so, if that's it, but we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> I I feel like um I feel like I might have to like see like how they work because like I actually got a little smaller. The pants that I wore like yesterday. Yeah. I bought like three weeks ago. I'm like, yay, they're they don't fit, but no, I just bought these. Be like, um, can I exchange these for a smaller size? Yeah. I've and only worn them like 15 times. <laughs> I've only worn them every day for the last three weeks. <laughs> okay, let's go ahead and get started. I know it was socially distancing, <laughs> but I'm thinking of you. <laughs> All right, welcome back to Don't Cast and Drive. This is your girl, sometimes V, as well as Kylie Too Smart as our, yeah. one of, for one of our regular schmegular episodes. We, we are, are practicing social show. distancing. We are Zooming. I see her beautiful face. She sees mine. I do. It's gorgeous. <laughs> she sees the new layout of my room. I see a little bit of her room. <laughs> There's nothing spectacular in my room currently. Oh, besides my like giant box of yarn and crafts in the corner. Mm -hmm. People think I exaggerate. I really don't. It is overflowing. <laughs> um, so... You know, like we said earlier, like I'm probably going to publish all the stuff that we were just pre-talking about, but we are, we are in the middle of a pandemic um, that our county that we live in right now, we both live in San Jose or I live in Campbell, but it's kind of like a subsidy of San Jose. And we were, there was an order passed through the officials that we had to practice shelter in place, meaning that we only go outside to get any essential items from grocery stores, if we need, if we're feeling super sick, like we're like pu puking blood and pooping blood, pooping so we can go blood. to the hospital. Um, if we need to take care of a loved one, we can go out and to, go see them. Um, but we're not allowed to practice any normal social things like go out to bars, go out to gaming events, go out to anything. Um, and Restaurants any here like to go only pick up orders. They're recommending, um, groups of 15 or less and even now it's become less because they want six feet between people which mm -hmm. is hard in a crowd yeah so um but then on top of the county um on top of the county shutdown order uh actually just thursday uh governor newsom released an order released an order that any um, quarantine or shelter in place orders will be will continue indefinitely and not until April 7th like right? we were like oh we'll just be doing this for three weeks that's fine I can't imagine what the shopping is going to be like um, in the upcoming weeks yeah there's a lot of scare tactic tactics going on on um, on Twitter right now like someone's someone just released a tweet saying that um, 
that there might be a national shutdown very soon um, per someone's boyfriend releasing the information from the Pentagon. I can't tell you who the tweet source is, but I did read something like that today, this morning. Um, so in pandemics like this, it's not the first time that things have shut down uh, completely, but at least in our age, day and age that we have technology and we can also find more strategic ways to bear through it without, you know, without, you know, losing resources and losing um, options or we, our options are reduced, but we shouldn't have to lose our options, hopefully. Like that's the impression I'm getting of. The only, yeah, sorry, go ahead. Don't Kate. murder your neighbors for their goods. Like, yeah, don't murder your goods, people. There's no need for the marauding and the looting. We'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, and so um, from my understanding, like, yeah, we can still get out, get to our essential needs, um, but also it's very, anybody who's like young and healthy, I would say under the age of 50 and your immune system is not compromised, we can go about our business. I mean, obviously stay safe and practice six feet, like you said, Kylie, but um, anybody who's older than that or anybody who has a compromised immune system, if they're younger than that or with, or both, um, then it's recommended that you stay indoors or if you go outside, like wear a mask, um, only go out in sparse, sparse intervals, um, or like have someone else get the thing for you. Like I'm sure, you know, hope, I'm not saying this is everybody's situation, but I hope someone has someone to rely on to get the things that they need. And you know what? I've, I've been seeing that a lot. Like that is one thing that has been like a uh, silver lining is really seeing how many people are really like coming forward to their communities and posting like we're in San Jose but like I still have connections in Monterey, Pacific Grove, Big Sur and I'm seeing all my friends you know posting like hey um, I'm young I'm able-bodied like if you need somebody to help you you know get your groceries or get whatever mm -hmm. you need done if you need somebody to walk your dog like I'm here for you and it's just really sweet to you know see how many people um, are reaching out even though we are distancing one another. It's kind of strange that in these times where we're feeling so isolated that we're like more connected than ever. Yeah. That's really nice. No, I agree with that for sure. Um, like there's programs that are still really fighting to become like an essential service that can provide, you know, um, that can provide resources for people. So for example, uh, uh, Second Harvest is still open and they're really like working hard to make sure they can get as many food donations as possible, especially with a lot of these grocery stores and the traffic is less. Mm -hmm. I'm sure there's a lot of goods that they that grocery stores need to get rid of before, before they go bad. So I'm sure Second Harvest has been jumping on top of that. Uh, my organization, which I'll quickly shout out, uh, shout out to Resource Area for Teaching, Right now we're trying to find solutions um, for students who are stuck at home. Uh, right now, all schools uh, across California have been shut down. All public schools have been shut down. Very few uh, private schools have shut down and went to online learning. And then also with universities, a lot of those places have either done online learning or they have just given some students just a grace of like, hey, here's an A. Like, I know it sucks, like that you don't get to prove yourself, whatever, but here's your A. If I was a student, I'm like, I'm fucking taking that A. I'm taking that A. Well, so um, that's but, interesting that you bring like, that up because um, mm -hmm. uh, at Stanford, 
they've been releasing updates and everything. And it is not like an automatic A, but what they're doing now is they're um, giving teachers and students um, the option to like drop their finals and calculate grades a little differently so that you don't have to have that like extra gathering. Right, right. Uh, I'm like, that's interesting. <laughs> it would be nice if they were like, oh no, just uh, A. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's what they're mostly doing. I'm saying in the simplistic means, here's your A. <laughs> here's your A. You passed. Good job. Didn't you? Didn't die. You survived. Yeah, but what's really interesting is like the most the student population that's the most impacted are the public school students, um, because there's a lot of private schools out there, whether if they're nonprofit or for profit, that they're like, oh, we given all of our kids or all of those kids have the materials they need to continue class. But what about the public school students who are like in title one areas, you know, yeah. in title one, meaning that these are districts and schools that have been cut like literally millions of dollars to provide the correct and most um, es- essential resources for any student to have any quality learning. So, um, those students are going to be the most impacted because it's going to show later on how long this coronavirus shutdown like shows that these kids depending on the home style right they're lacking resource and they're not continuing their learning i was going to say um i've been seeing a lot of great resources out there for homeschooling Mm -hmm. but um i've also been seeing you know certain schools still offering lunch Yes, how they've been handling that. Um, I think like it's great in some communities. It's like the bus drivers are now still continuing their routes, but they're dropping off lunches. Yes, yes. So it's like things uh, that we can do to like keep people employed and keep people fed. There's just we're getting real creative in these times. I saw we're getting really really creative real creative it was like I remember all those jobs that they told you couldn't be done from home for like people with disabilities like turns out you can Mm -hmm. it's just like oh you gotta examine uh structure and everything yeah no you know it's actually interesting uh here's the other silver silver lining I wish the people who are doing their jobs from home right now Mm -hmm. this should continue And I say this because, and don't get me wrong, there is the whole completely other side to this, right? Like, I understand if you have, (laughs) if you have a family at home and you got like three like toddlers and like every, all your kids are under the age of five and you're a stay at home and you're staying at home worker and you're like, fuck, I'm trying to focus and all my kids are yelling in the back. Like, that's one thing. I totally get it. But there, I'm sure there's a large percentage of people who don't have families and probably just have roommates who can do their work from home. And you know what's funny about that? All the traffic is gone. Right? I was like, All man, our traffic. CO2 emissions must be like, nice. There's no prime time traffic. Like, you know, in Monterey where everything is all good in the hood until it hits four until o'clock. Four o'clock. Four, just four o'clock. Four o'clock to 4.30. And then the traffic is gone after that. That's 30 minutes. But here in the Bay Area traffic, there's a traffic window from 3.30 to literally seven o'clock. And then anytime in that interval, you're fucking stuck with some dumbass drivers who don't know how to fucking drive or merge. And also it's so clustered that like, you're like trying to move over. Some asshole won't let you through. Some dumbass person's not looking. Someone's not looking at their phone. You know how many drivers I've seen looking at their fucking phone in the Bay Area? Like people do not pay attention to green lights anymore. 
um, or turning signals. I've noticed if you use a turning signal, someone is most likely going to rush and be like, okay, we can get over after me. I'm like, dude, just, you weren't even in that big of a hurry. Just let me over. The space is there. Don't be a dick. Yeah. Or people like driving in my blind spot of my car. That's really, uh, fucks me up. that really fucks me up. <laughs> but yeah, like I get so frustrated that I'm like, where's the traffic? And then I go, I wish Apple and Google would use their fucking uh, shuttles more for people who are just like, you know, who will maybe use their campuses for sparse reasons. Maybe mm. those big ass campuses are actually not needed, like Facebook and Netflix and all those other places if everybody is working from home. You know what I mean? Which is crazy because I've noticed a trend, like especially in Redwood City, like Google just opened up, well, not opened up, but they bought like a huge amount of property out there, like basically a whole strip of land. And then what they're doing is like, they're going to house their workers there as well. So like they're building a part. I'm like, how crazy is it that I'm literally going to like work next to an office so like people are living and coming out from like San Diego and they're flying on the weekends. I I talked to um one of the shuttle drivers and that's what he he does. He was like he flies back home on the weekends. Mm-hmm. And I was like, so you fly up here and you drive up here all week and then you fly home. Which I'm like, yeah, if you're driving, okay. But then I'm trying to imagine. He's like, yeah, I know a lot of people do it. I'm like, so like people are literally driving up to work or rather flying up to work and then just flying back home. And then they're going to build apartments out here. Like you could just let them work from home. You can just let them work for home, right? You can let them work for home or work wherever they are in the country. Like, you know, there's a lot of people who come in from Europe and India and, and Asia. And I almost said China, from China, (laughs) not just China. Coronavirus. Shit is getting real. (laughs) I hate that fact that our dumbass dumb ass orange cheeto dude like oh, no, the chinese virus the chinese i hate virus? it so much oh, dude can we not but anyway yeah like if these people can He's work a lot from of home things. if these people can work from home and also these people who also correspond with other companies and other in other countries where they have to sacrifice like their hourly like sleep mm. like if like this makes sense if you go get a job in the bay area and you're like, you're super new. And you're like, okay, how it is. And you establish yourself for six months, right? Then it's like, after those six months, after you establish, like, this is my role, this is blah, blah, blah. I know how to use all the technologies. Great. Now go home and work from home. You don't need to go on campus, maybe like once or twice a week. I think that's reasonable. Yeah. But this whole, like, everyone goes to work every single day, like drives me insane. And if you're really desperate for like, you know, um, desperate for childcare, like on that other side of things, if you're a techie and and depending on how much you're making and prove me wrong for those who are listening, if you are in the tech field and you're working for any of these big agencies um, and you're like, oh, actually I'm not making that much. I'm making 50 grand a year and I'm still paying off loans and I'm living on my own. But I get that. Like, that's one thing. But if you're, all the tech people I've ever dealt with have always like boasted like, well, I make over 70 grand a year and my husband or my partner or my wife like makes over a hundred grand a year, then you can afford childcare if you have a child at home. That means you take them to somewhere else or you make an office upstairs and the children chill downstairs and you get a nanny. Like it's not fucking, it's not fucking rocket science. I think a lot of people really um, just like that change of scenery though, because there have been studies done showing that, you know, if 
you are in a certain mindset when you're at home than versus when you're at work or versus when you're at school. This is why some people don't do well with like online classes because they can't like switch into work mode. So I, I mean, for some people, I'm sure like having an office makes them more efficient. This is true. Yeah. Like I'm not disagreeing with all of that, but I think what I'm mostly worried about is like the fucking population and why we had to shut down in the first place. Um, because the reason why we had to shut down is like, there's a lot of people in this area and a lot of people that it's overcrowded in a lot of places. And don't get me wrong. Like every, every County's doing it right. But at the same time, it's like, why did I feel like, why was the Bay area like one of the first impacted areas in the nation to do this? You know what I mean? And yeah. then it was a ripple effect. I feel like, and I think this is just my Bay Area bubble, but I feel like we were literally the first county to say, shut down. Anybody who's neighboring has to shut down too, because that's how it works. And then there's this whole ripple effect where it went to Seattle and then went south to like LA. Monterey had their shutdown literally two days after the Bay Area. Like, well, I don't know if it's just because like we are a more densely populated, but we're also like, commuting you know this is the reason why we say bay area versus like san francisco san jose oakland you know redwood city it's because we're we are all pretty well connected with one another Mm -hmm. because we're commuting we have um you know the bart we have our train system here that's like running and people use it often and so like anything that happens in this area spreads super quickly and we are densely populated and people travel here all the time you've got how many airports that are just like San Jose, Oakland, San Francisco, like yeah, three huge Monterey. airports that are here. Monterey, their airports a little smaller, there, and, people, and there's a bunch of private airports too. Private, yeah, tons of private airports. You've got Air Force bases up here, so uh, there's a lot of travel that's happening here. Like it's a huge port, so I understand why like Bay Area would be like ooh on it. Um, my uncle, who's in Mill Valley, owns like a little coffee shop, and. Uh, like even before we shut down he was like no I see like people are staying in you know like I still get my regulars in the morning but he was like after that you know we shut down like people are pulling their kids out of school Mm -hmm. and like luckily for him you know he's well established he's in his 60s he's got you know resources that he can fall back on and you know a community that he can rely on but it's like you have to imagine all these younger people that maybe are living paycheck to paycheck mm-hmm. you know and they don't uh, have like that same security yeah, where there's like a lot of service workers who are like really struggling to find ways to keep their jobs creatively like luckily enough there's a lot of bosses out there that have been really like working their fucking hardest like shout out to my boss the moment he heard about our shutdown he's like fuck <laughs> and but he didn't say it out loud he's just like I need to find a way to strategize so we stay open like yeah. we, this is like like he's straight up like okay how can I make it so people can still get hours especially those who are hourly those who are salary like most of us can work home like he's like worst case scenario salary people can work at home like no if ands or buts like Veronica can work on processes like our development team can work on funding like our operations team can work on like like, you know, talking to vendors over, like, whatever that case may be. Like, he didn't say that verbatim, but that's basically what we do. Like, is like, we're there on site and we do need to execute on site. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, we can plan, 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 plan behind closed doors. Yeah. Um, but as for the hourly people, they're not as versatile 
Um, they're there to make sure that they're front ends of the store, that they're being helpful to anybody who's a member. And so like my boss is like, okay, I need to figure out a way to make sure that people can still get paid. And I'm really glad that a lot of other districts and people like that were like, okay, we have to make sure that we keep our people. This is like one of the most essential things because A, if you lay off your people, you're a dick. <laughs> and then second of all, um, if you're not making any means to help your people out, right, then you will just be poorly regarded. And then people who are maybe funding your business are going to be like, wait, you didn't help your people. Yeah. So, so I've seen that um, in the news, like quite a few times where um, the people, businesses that are paying rent for their actual space, like their owners are like, you know what, like forego the rent and just pay your employees, which has been amazing. So it's like the one time we are really seeing like trickle down actually work. Um, like pass it forward, pass it on. Um, I've also been really loving um, the creative uses uh, for like online shows and like podcasting. I've been seeing a lot of great like musicians um, find other venues, other ways of like making money. Yeah, Juanita um, Harris. She's doing like bedroom karaoke. Yes. Um, like I've been seeing a whole bunch of things like that where they're like, oh, we were going to go you know, on tour, we were going to play this show. We can't, but now we're going to do the show in our bedroom and you guys can just tune in and you know, tip, which really, if you're a band now, touring is pretty much how you're making your money. And if, especially if you're like entry level, like you're pretty yeah. much getting tips or you're getting what people are paying at the door or mm -hmm. like you're getting a portion of what's made at the bar. So I'm like, really? Yeah. It's a good time yeah. for people's so um, let's go ahead and turn a corner. Um, let's go ahead and tech, do like some of our normal agenda stuff. And then we'll talk more about the musicians a little bit later. Is that okay? Yeah. Girl, so, are you braless and flawless right now? I am always braless and flawless. I'm in a wrap. <laughs> She's about to show me her titties on. on titties! I, yeah, I was like. Eh. Four fans only. Four. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so um, let's go ahead and uh, talk about some things that have been going on. I noticed that a lot of things have been going on in stock, like toilet paper, paper towels, cleaning supplies. Like Maybe it's back been, in the seventies. Yeah, but what I didn't notice is like I didn't see a lot of articles about how to be effectively uh, eco, about how to reuse certain things in case if worst case scenario hits. And one thing I actually wanted to address today was about reusable pads and tampons as part of our sexual check-in sexual health check-in sexual yes. wellness check-in sexual wellness check-in and i take off my jacket and yeah. i do Ooh. little couple body rolls <laughs> for fans only you want to talk about some reusable feminine products oh. uh, learn more on my snapchat premium <laughs> snapchat premium oh yes and i will call you by your surname <laughs> By your prefix and your name, Mr. Turner. <laughs> oh, I see you're the third in your family. <laughs> okay, this got off uh, track real fast. Ma'am. Oh my God. Okay, so um, I want to talk about reusable pads and tampons. I did make a thread today um, about, and Kylie, please like interject whenever you feel. So I didn't see tampons and pads on the list of reusable items, but I'm sure at some point those, or impacted items but i'm sure at some point it's going to be because they're the one of the things that you know our body likes to dispose of on a monthly basis 
So, like, in terms of reusable, like, really, um, like, Spanx, I see it as the most viable option. Mm-hmm. Um, was it, or is it Thinks? It's Thinks. Yeah, there's um, Thinks and there's Speaks. Yeah, there's Thinks, there's Thinks, there's Thinks, Thinks. Yeah, and then there's other things, like, for example, like, Thinks and Speaks are actually, like, the underwear. So yeah. that way, like, once you're done with it, everything. like, you... You wash it, you like you rinse through it and then you wash it and you rinse through it again. So that way you get all the nasty, nasty out. Um, but there's also other um other brands of like, you know, reusable pads in case if you're interested in those too. I personally like, the like old school ones that clip like you know you Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, the the mama cloths. <laughs> yes, the mama cloths. Wow. Like how many generations back is that though? A lot, but like they were kind of dismissed for a while and now they're being reintroduced again. Like I have, I have like 16 of them just because of the fact like there's like, if I'm able to wash it and dry it, like that's better than like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah. It's better than me going out to the store, buying another pack of like fucking pads of which feel like diapers. And then like, then like, you know, taking it off and then like letting it sit in my garbage until like whenever I need to take out the trash. Right. I like the eco-friendly version because, you know, I'm eco-friendly. I want to try to find ways to better recycle and better, like, you know, throw out my trash. Reuse, recycle. Yeah. So, um, I think it's really good to really consider pad and underwear brands. Uh, thinks speaks there's Yogi, there's hero pie, there's weed Greco, and then there's Imsi and charcoal bamboo mama cloth, which you can generically look up on Amazon. Um, don't get me wrong. I don't want to like shout out the, the Amazon King right now, but like, you know, if, if we're in a shutdown, you got to do what you got to do. And so that way you can hold yourself up. Right. Um, like, uh, you need those delivery windows. Yeah, you need those delivery windows, especially if we, there is a danger that we might be completely shut down. And the only thing that we can have is essentially just going to the grocery store and back or um, or we're just, you know, you have to wait until things get to your door. Um, and then also for cup brands like menstrual cups. So for those who are a little bit more comfortable about inserting things into your body, aside from a penis <laughs> or a dildo. <laughs> I'm just joking. That's so terrible. Uh but there is other um, things like, so what I like to do, especially on my heavy days, which are like one and two for me, mm-hmm. um, I do a diva cup and a reusable pad. Um, so that way the diva cup can catch everything. And then you have about on average for most girls, you have about a one to two hour window before you have to go to the bathroom and empty it out. Um, on your lighter days, you can leave it in for about almost three to four hours, um, and then you can empty it out. Um, but I like to have the pad underneath because for my heavy days, like sometimes, like, you know, you just, just could be like on the run and you don't have a second to go to the bathroom like you thought you needed to. And then in case of anything, you know, leaks out, which I mean, not to be TMI, but that sometimes happens to me, then the pad I'm like, can I don't catch think it. it's TMI. Like we, we are women. We are inherently already leaking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We leak when we're warm. We we leak when we're horny. We're leakers. <laughs> we leak when we see a good comic book. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Speaking of, like, have you? Are you listening to any good audiobooks? Like, I know it's off the track. We'll get to it later. But I want to know, like, what are people watching? What are people reading? Because I've been like into like all the anime that I can consume right now. So, oh, so there is a comic book series that my roommate put me on. Um, I haven't read it yet, but like he brought them all downstairs so that way I can start reading them if I'm bored. 
uh, called Paper Girls, as, as well as he actually has the original Lock and Key, which was just recently made, turned into a Netflix series. Wow, yes, I saw that on Netflix. I haven't watched it yet. He says the comic books are always better, which any purist would say, like, the book is always better than the show or movie. Oh, beauty. But he did put me on those. I didn't get warm up of those, but... <laughs> I've been rereading um, all my Buffy comics. Yes, it's a thing. Oh, Buffy comics are so good. I remember when I was a kid kind of going through those. <laughs> they don't get the visuals, but that's fine. Yeah, I see all the visuals. It's cracking me up right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but yeah, like, so anyway... Um, yeah, so, like, those are just some, like, going back to the whole, like, reusable ways of pads and tampons, like, again, if you're impacted and, you know, if you're a woman or even, like, a man who's still in transition, um, those are some ideas to consider in case if you're still having some difficulty or if you haven't had a chance to, like, make your 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 view broad, a little bit more broad on how to solve your bloody issues when flow comes around. You like those bars? Those are bars. Bars. You're flowing. <laughs> Get the heavy flow. <laughs> oh my God. Yes, you're welcome. Oh, another resource since we are um, talking about it is uh, gladrag.com. They actually have um, the cloth pads that are reusable, they have the cups, and they also have um, like eco friendly tampons. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I was just tired of like ripping those things out of my body. Sometimes like a dry tampon would come out. I'm like, oh my gosh, I have toxic shock syndrome. I'm going to die. Well, I mean, it's actually like pretty, pretty difficult to get toxic. Like you have to leave it in for a while or some like if you lose a tampon, like that's a thing. I always like my flow was always too heavy for tampons and it was just never like a really viable option. Yeah. So um, I didn't really go with tampons. This was mostly just like pads. Yeah. And same with the cup. I was like, because I would like clot. So if you're passing clots, it's a little different. Yeah. No, if you're, if you're a girl who has a really heavy flow, like I, like I pass clots at the beginning. Yeah. And so it's one of those things like I have to go to the bathroom like maybe every 30 or 40 minutes. And that's nice just if you're working from home. Yeah, which is nice if you're working from home. Hey, ding. Um, but no, like it, I, I pass them and then it's like, okay, I have to go to the bathroom and I got to clean up my mess, whatever. And then I have to go to the bathroom again. And then, um, yeah, and I just get like all these nasty cramps that are associated with it. So it's not very fun. That's why I say days one and two are just the worst days. <laughs> woman is glorious. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, always look up these brands again, Diva Cup, Pixie Cup, there's Lena and there's Flex, uh, not, yeah, not limited to, but those are some brands that I know that I've had friends check those out. Uh, shout out to Nicole Boaz who looked at this thread. She says that also Blossom Cup is a good one to use. Hmm. She said it's not as difficult to try to pull out when you need to pull out. And also the most important thing with using these Diva Cups is like, it really helps you get to know your body um on the south end of the border uh so this is why it's really important to do your kegels kegels drink your water drink your water do your kegels oh my gosh uh <laughs> i watched a clip the other day about pineapples 
and lady secretions and drinking water and giving kegels. I left, I have a gallon jug of water and I left it in the other room. All right, let's go ahead and go on to the next thing. Um, did you have anything else to share for sexual health check-ins? Uh, you know what? Uh, I've been seeing like we're gonna have an, like an influx of babies soon from this. So uh, really just... Be careful with your quarantine sex. Yeah, be careful with your quarantine sex. Still use protection unless you are like planning on... <laughs> Um, and masturbation is great. Uh, keep your spirits up. I would say uh, focus on like getting creative. You know what I mean? Like explore, try some new things. Maybe don't rely on porn because if you're like stuck at home every day and you're by yourself and you're not with a partner, um, like watching porn can be fun, but you can overdo it really fast, really quickly. And it really is something that is like stimuli to your brain. So try to focus on like not relying on porn as a crutch so much and use your imagination or read some sexy books. Sorry, I'm really being annoying while she's- I'm trying to body roll, but I have this like bottle. Is this what's happening? Okay. Yeah, I'm practicing. This is my new. This is my I didn't new know strategy. If you were like massaging your <laughs> shit in your water bottle. It's like lodged in your. Oh, it's like a foam body roller, but just for your breasts. Like, yeah, just for your boobies. Just for your boobies. Instead of up and down, I was like side to side. Get a roll on. Yeah, I want to put the importance of like also like sex during quarantine. You're not. Remember, because you're maybe living with your partner and you're probably spending more time than usual, sure, you might have like a blossom effect where you guys might have sex for like four to like 10 hours straight on like the first couple days of like quarantine. Like that's normal because you're excited. There's a lot of things going on and you just want to be close with the person that you love, right? But also don't get upset if you feel, if you're not feeling like you want to have sex, like make sure you really communicate that because you don't have to have sex because you're with your partner the whole time. I think, um, with the whole baby thing that you're, you're referencing to, um, I think it's just because everyone gets excited or one partner wants to do more than the other and don't feel pressured that you have to have sex. Like, like if you guys again want to experiment and do all that stuff that's fine but really communicate what your sexual drive is um and also like if they start just be polite and communicate and say like hey right now is not a good time like i don't feel ready right now and it's not like ready like i'm a virgin but no bring me a peanut butter and jelly sandwich please bring me a peanut butter and jelly sandwich not a penis 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 butter butter and jelly sandwich jam sandwich (laughs) Wow. That was stupid. <laughs> Penis butter and KY jelly sandwich. KY jelly sandwich, yes. You're welcome. Uh, sorry, it's been on my mind since the Booty Warrior has been released, his peanut butter and jelly ass sandwiches. So, so, yes. 
it's been weighing upon me. Oh, no. Not. But yeah, like, just make sure you guys stay safe out there. Um, if you run out of condoms, like, go to the store. I'm sure, I don't think condoms are an impacted item, so just go get more condoms. No, uh, there should be a Planned Parenthood that, since it is an essential uh, place, Planned Parenthood, I'm sure, will still be passing out free condoms. So if you go over to their clinics, just go ahead and, like, ask them, like, hey, I'm here to pick up some more goods. Um, and, of course, if anything else happens, like, Remember, oh, that's another thing. If you don't have a job, um, and the last time I was making below a certain amount of money, go to Planned Parenthood and see if you can apply for, I think what they call is a, um, I think it's like a green benefits card. They have like a type of benefits card where you can get free services from them um, until, you can get free services until, until your income changes. So I used to do that for a while um, was when I was at one point, like making less than like 40K a year. And uh, it's a really good service to have. So that way you can get free birth control, free checkups, free set, like, you know, free testing. And then, you know, you, if you feel the need to, like you could always donate uh, to their cause. But um, if you have don't, no money, which is why the purpose, why you would probably even apply for this benefit card, yeah. just apply for it and see where you stand. So that way you still have access to free services and you don't feel screwed over. At least your sexual health is, um, covered. Um, and this also applies for both men and women of all shapes and sizes. I mean, there's no discrimination. Um, men get your shit checked, like get your shit checked. But um, yeah, like just don't feel like you're hopeless uh, and you could always create uh, appointments online. So in case if we do hit a national shutdown, you need proof to show that, hey, I have an appointment. You can show receipt to the cop and be like, hey, but hopefully it doesn't get to that point. <laughs> the well, officer, can I get your badge numbers and you're asking me all these damn questions? Jesus. <laughs> oh my God. Um, did we have anything for Black History Month? Black History segment. Um, if you're on Netflix, oh, they just did a series for Madam Walker, Madam CJ Walker, which I am like super excited to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you've seen the previews for it, but it is going to be amazing. Like, who, they have the cast is great. Home, look at the cast. DJ series on Netflix. What? No, not Netflix. If you guys don't know who um, Madam C.J. Walker is, Madam C.J. Walker um, was a Black woman who came up with her own hairline, and she is a political and social activist. She was born in the 20s, and um, she was considered the wealthiest African-American businesswoman and wealthiest self-made Black woman in America at the time of her death, which was... 67 so somewhere late 70s um but she's just now i mean she's been recognized before but she's now getting a series on netflix which i'm really excited about and i think it's like a four episodes so far i'm not sure if they're going to be extending it um but it's going to be called self-made and we have Octavia Spencer, we have Tiffany Haddish, Carmen Ahogo is going to be in it, Blair Underwood, Garrett Morris, I love him so much, uh, and many, many more, Bill Bellamy. So it's, it's going to be funny. It's going to be educational. Um, 
I think Netflix is doing like a phenomenal job right now. Uh, so yeah, other, other than her series, I'm sure there's a ton of things happening um, in terms of like current events. But right now that's the one that like really stands out for me. So yeah, I didn't have a chance to really like look anything up this week. Um, it's okay I had looked up events remember last time we were on I was like oh yeah I want to do a better job at looking up events and then I looked up events and then everything (laughs) got canceled so um my my events now are like uh nature viewing go look at the blossoms cherry blossom trees if you're like in the bay area there's a lot of pretty flower petaling that's happening right now um I would say if you're like taking little walks take a little extra time to notice the flowers that are around you take pictures of green things like be in the sun um vitamin d does help like i've noticed sitting at home like that i was getting like a little sadder and i was like i'm typically like a pretty happy person mm-hmm. so i'm like why am i just so moody and it's just because i literally hadn't been outside at all so like even just getting fresh air standing on your patio if it's nighttime look at the stars but get out get out of your bubble just because we are you know distancing from other humans doesn't mean we should stop doing things like taking walks or playing in the park or yeah no I agree like the mom like I know there's a lot of social distancing recommendations as to go out on a hike everybody and their mama is gonna go on a hike please don't go to Mission Peak I'm like <laughs> hiking oh, bro, that's high risk I'm gonna fall nobody's gonna be around <laughs> um but Coyotes you know eat me yeah, like go outside, check out like, you know, everything that's blossoming. It's been raining. So, yeah. you know, it's I don't know how it's been thing. in the other regions. Um, so a couple of like nerdcore things and nerdy things that have been kind of coming out. So Doom Eternal just came out. Um, I haven't been a big Doom player. Doom. I've heard of Doom. Never played Doom. It's good. Uh, I watched Cash play last night. I live streamed him last night. Um, just him playing the game. And so far, everything's pretty good. He played it on PC um and what's really nice about watching somebody who used to be like a sony game tester is that you really see like how god he's so good at playing video games and i'm so bad like it's not even funny (laughs) uh yeah my my game if it's buttons it's uh it's just yeah. not good. Apparently there's a feature where you can actually kind of control uh, certain like doom monsters and like kind of go into fights with other the mo- other monsters that you're playing against. And so he showed me that feature, which was really cool. Um, but it turns out that because you have control of the monster, it doesn't mean that, um, that they're not alive or not cognitive. Um, so mm-hmm. it was really cool. Like after he, after he was done playing the the monster, he got a certain weapon, and after getting the weapon, he had to shoot the monster that he controlled. So that was really interesting. Um, but as for that, um, it came out yesterday. Um, also, what another game that came out, which I'm also not that I haven't been playing too much of, but it's always good to just shout it out because it's really impacting all my friends. Like I've noticed, like a surge of happiness that has happened with them is that an- the new Animal Crossing game has recently come out. Oh boy. 
yeah, so Animal Crossing is really cute. Like you can like, you know, do little missions and go through a community. Um, you can go fishing and collect things and create like a room. It's like really, it's a really cute game. But like the only reason why I'm shouting this out is because like so many people on on Twitter and a lot of my immediate friends, my friends say, uh, my friend's site circle, even people in my big band were like, oh my God, Animal Crossing is out. And I'm like, yay. But because of this quarantine right now, I'm like, it's bringing so much happiness to everybody. Like, I can't hate this. Like, I love video games. I'm not an Animal Crossing person, but I'm really happy to see that it's kind of like brought a surge of happiness for everybody in my community, you know? Yes. You guys have been playing cute, happy games. I've been dying in Mortal Kombat over and over again, violently. Get over here! I'm like, why? Get can't over I? here! And combos are so fast. I'm like, why can I not get my character to do what I want it to do? I'm just getting slaughtered mercilessly. One day, I want to make it a goal that I compete in a Tekken tournament. Tekken! Tekken was the first video game I ever played. In, I love Tekken. In middle school. And it was the first time I played and I played for eight hours straight and I literally got blisters on my fingers. It was, uh, yes. Thank You're you. Like, this is awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I loved playing as Yoshi. I love playing as Yoshimitsu and Nina Williams, which is everybody's like go-to, but like, those are like my two favorite. Oh no. I loved in Tekken. I think it was Tekken 2. I loved playing June, which is like the same fighting style as I think Asuka or Asaka. Um, and I really loved playing her, but like not a lot of characters, like June hasn't really popped up unless it's like a, you know, like a bonus character or something like that. And June is Jin Kazama's mama. Kazama's mama. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But no, I really liked playing Tekken. But one thing of sadness that I did realize is that Square Enix did recently, uh, release a update on the Final Fantasy VII remake that they're again postponing the release. (laughs) It's coming out. No, it isn't. It's coming out. Yeah. No, it isn't. It was supposed to come out in March and then they pushed the date until April. And because of the COVID virus and the distribution of like, at least the physical game is what I was reading, Mm -hmm. um, that releasing the game has been postponed again and so i'm like we're never gonna fucking get this game i'm still playing the original so (laughs) i just need to see what's going on i just need to see it i need it it's like the two most anticipated games i was waiting for was both kingdom hearts and this game and like they're both taking too damn long like Kingdom Hearts came out and I was really fucking pissed off. And then a DLC pack came out and I'm like, what the fuck is this shit? A DLC pack, a DLC pack. That's literally the new wave of how video games are going to continue their sequels because instead of just rebuying the game and re-downloading the game, like Mm -hmm. they're just going to keep adding more and more attachments to the game. Kingdom Hearts already come out. Yeah, but a new DLC. I was like, pack. I'm playing it right now. I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Kingdom Hearts three came out, but there's a DLC pack that came out, and I didn't even play it because I was so pissed off by the ending of the yeah. actual game. <laughs> I, I don't know yet. Spoilers. I, ha- spoilers. I haven't gotten there. Spoilers. <laughs> well, I'm not going to tell you any spoilers. I was. I'll just say that one character that I thought I killed off was like not killed <gasps> off, and that's. Bum, bum, bum. Oh yeah, I'm like the latest to the game. Everybody's like, uh, Kingdom Hearts has been out for like over twenty minutes or something. Kingdom Hearts has literally been out since I've been in middle school. It's or not even when I was in middle school, like even before then. Yeah, before middle school, because I remember everybody was playing it in middle school. Everybody at the house. 
at the hoose was playing it and I was just in the corner like oh that's great reading my mangas walk away you don't hear me say wow (laughs) simple and clean is the way oh my god I really wish people could see what is happening right now can you let it go Kylie can you let it go let it go let it go go. I'm sorry I didn't mean to do this I didn't mean to I'm sorry okay but yeah those are some like uh, nerdcore things that I've noticed um so any anything else on your end because I think I'm gonna move into big move Monday um as far as like nerd stuff uh, well, in my universe, I am watching Sailor Moon in its entirety for the first time. Sweet. Because as a youngling, I only watched like an episode here, an episode there if I, if I was at a friend's house. Sub or dub? Um, huh? Sub or dub? Oh, sub. <laughs> you like those Jersey accents? <laughs> oh my God! Queen oh. Subtitle, subtitle, honey, cannot handle. It's sub, not sorry. Yeah, I heard sub. I no, heard sub. There's, there's like, there's only a few things that I can actually tolerate. The, the dub where I'm like, okay, this dub is good. Um, the, the dubs for those back then were no good, <laughs> no good at all. So I've been sticking with the sub, but my mind is blown because I did not remember as a child a her being so young. And like B, and maybe it's just because I only watched like, you know, an episode here, an episode there, and it wasn't like canon mm-hmm. altogether. But like my mind is blown at what is going on in these episodes. I'm still in the first season. I just got past like the um wedding dress episode. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what? They're like, oh yes, the dream and goal of every young girl is to have a lovely wedding and be a good bride. And I'm like, what in the fuck is going on? I didn't remember. <laughs> Like, I didn't remember the transformations being, like, so based off of makeup. Um, I didn't remember. Like, there's just so many things that I'm just like, this is not okay. Oh, it's uh, super girly shit. Like, uh, was it Masked Dude? He's a college student? Oh, yeah. He is a college student he's going He's a college after. student. Yeah, he's yeah. a fucking college student. And yeah. he's going on dates with middle school. I was like, somebody come get this motherfucker because this is not right. This is all kinds of wrong. What is happening? And then even like there's um Oh, Darren. That's why maybe my whole... Sorry, go ahead. I was like, the subtitles are not right. Because you know, if you watch enough uh, mega and anime, like you'll you pick up some things. And then also like I took Japanese classes when I was younger. So I was like, these subtitles are incorrect. They put the subtitles as her being like upset that he's like an older man uh, going out with her, you know, peer, and that's not right, and blah blah blah. I'm like, okay, but these subtitles are not matching what she's actually saying because she's just pissed because she has a crush on him and she wants to go out with him too. And I'm like, bruh, can somebody come get these motherfucking kids? Somebody come get these kids. Ooh wee, and the outfits—they just um. I don't remember them being so short and then like the poses and the back shots. I'm like, who, who is doing this? Yeah. Yeah. No, I feel it. I forgot that Darian was even, um, an old man. <laughs> okay. He's not an old man, but that's, 
think that's why my complex when I was like younger. Um, so when I was 14, I was like, oh, I can't wait to date someone who's 21. <laughs> You're like, oh, those 25 year olds are so sophisticated. <laughs> that's why I lost Arbalus had a bunch of pregnant Yuck. in middle school I yeah I blame anime for and all I the used middle to write school fan fictions pregnancy. where like a 14 year old girl was going out with an 18 year old yeah. like I yeah. used to write in like 21 like, for some ooh, reason, a mature but, man. but I was like yes the, you have come yes, daddy but then you learn when you're 21 like everyone's just a fucking fuck boy <laughs> yeah gross and they're still you're not a 21 hygienic. year old person and you're friends with another 21 year old person and you hear that 21 year old person say they're gonna go hang out with their middle school girlfriend like uh you gotta reevaluate your whole friendship you just things have to happen things must change <sighs> um, so yes <laughs> Salem Moon is giving me heart attacks <laughs> with every episode <laughs> Um, but what's giving me life is Slayers because Lena Inverse does not give a fuck she is amazing so I'm also um, in the first season of Slayers nice I balance it out yeah tell me how excuse me tell me how Slayers is like because honestly like I used to see it in Blockbuster when Blockbuster was still alive Mm -hmm. and I would walk, walk and I would see like the outfits I'm like man she is fucking yoked out like what is going on like that armor and then, like, you know, it was, like, 90s style, like, 80s style. Yeah, 80s style. So, like, I was just like, eh, I don't know if I want to watch this yet. So, yeah. I think I, I appreciate it uh, as an adult. Yeah. Because I didn't really, Slayers was one of those series that was, um, like, a little bit before my, especially considering I didn't really have television. So, like, kids my age who were, like, in elementary school weren't really watching Slayers. They were watching sailor moon they were watching dragon ball z so slayers was a little older mm-hmm. um but watching it now i'm like uh it's hilarious like just again just the ages of like a lot of these characters where you're just like this is bonkers but mm-hmm. i love lena inverse like she's just a, a badass and she eats and yeah that's everyone forgets about they eat and they fight not just the eating yeah they eat and they fight she fights a lot um i can say though like she just uh she gets real destructive she's just blowing up shit she's making deals with demons that again i'm like uh you're 15 maybe you shouldn't make this um lifelong soul bond with the dragon demon dude that you're gonna have to fight later uh but sounds like she's a lot of chaotic neutral going on yeah she's a lot of chaotic neutral happening so yeah no that's great uh slayers what did I recently discover yesterday? Uh, Beast. Beastars. Beastars. Oh my god! I just discovered <laughs> Beastars, guys. Thank you. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm. I'm gotten in one episode, so that reaction of your face tells me a lot of things. No. Okay. So I saw it. I'm like, oh, I should probably watch this. This looks like really good animation. And then, like, there was one Twitter video that some. <laughs> I love oh black people, but god damn it. What happened? So I guy know. was watching it and there was like a sensual scene with like a wolf and a bunny. Yep. And like uh-huh. he was like feeling up the bunny and the bunny was like rosy cheeks. And then like the caption of the video was like, I didn't realize that this was a hentai. And so mm-hmm. the camera pans to this like black boy's face and he's just like, Ugh. Oh, <laughs> yeah. like it's 
<laughs> no, I got hentai vibes right off the start, just with like the music and the shading. And I gotta say, I uh, put that on as a dub because I was cooking mm-hmm. and did not mind. Voice acting is on point. It's great. Although I have to say, I don't have anything to reference it from yet. So maybe I'll watch it in dub first and then go back and watch it with Shout them. out for something that goes, that represents the furry community. I'm so proud of them. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I'm enjoying it so far. I'm only one episode deep, so we'll see. Yeah. Okay. So uh, going on to Big Move Monday, um, I want to shout out Bandcamp for- Yay going through with allowing any proceeds that or any purchases for any artists like music albums whatever that is uh broadcasted on um that's broadcasted on Bandcamp. um like if you purchase my album right you get the like the the uh band will get the entire kylie i'm going to scream (laughs) so anyway so Big Move Monday goes to Bandcamp. A uh, hundred proceeds that are purchased off of the site go to the artist instead of a percent, a lesser percentage because through this whole COVID thing. So basically, if you buy my album for $15, we're going to get the $15. Yes. Um, I'm not sure if that's still going, but that was going on for the last couple of days. And we just like, you know, all the whole big band just like broadcasted like fire shit. But also I noticed a lot of other artists are like, oh my gosh, we need to get on top of this too buy my album, buy my stuff. I'm an artist. I'm an artist. I'm an artist. And this is the roughest time for artists right now, because like you said earlier, events are canceled. Yeah. Future recording sessions, depending on if you need other people are canceled. Tour dates are canceled. Like for example, South by Southwest is canceled. So remember when I did that big move? Like, oh, big move Monday. Shout out to my girl. I was like, oh no. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like everybody even tried to find different ways. Like, okay, South by Southwest is canceled, but we can still do concerts in like smaller venues. Mm -hmm. Nope. Everything else got shut down. So everybody's concert dates. Yeah. The number kept dwindling. It was like, oh, you can meet in groups of like a hundred or less. And then they're like, oh, you can meet in groups of 55 people or less. And then it was 15 people less. And now it's like, just stay six feet away from anybody. And you're like, uh, yeah and they had to dwindle it down because like imagine if we went cold turkey right like people would lose their mind but still like so i'm really happy that Bandcap allowed everybody get their their shit for the, the full value um so i'm really proud of them for actually pursuing for actually going through and doing that and then also my big move goes to instrumentalists who are also music teachers yay yeah so uh the instrumentalists who are also music teachers they've all been broadcasting like hey I know your kid needs to do something at home. Uh, I have a solution for you. I am doing video lessons through Zoom, through GoToMeeting, through Google Hangouts, through whatever, even like FaceTime. Like teachers are making themselves more available to students who need that music instruction. So then that way they're not missing out on lessons. They can still interact with their teachers. So I'm really glad that instrumentals, instead of kind of wallowing in like the ways, like, again, you're, they're being creative and making sure that they can still get that bag, but also like, they're still being, they're still able to promote themselves to make themselves available for kids who still need edu- like music education. So I really give them kudos to that music and arts are like such a huge thing um when it comes to education with like critical thinking and improvising and you know developing like the brain and so i'm really glad that a lot of teachers have put themselves out there to still do music lessons during this crisis 
I'm playing Rocksmith. That is my musical education through this process. <laughs> uh, which, if you don't know about Rocksmith, uh, it's just um, kind of like Guitar Hero, except where you're playing with a real guitar. Nice. And it gives you lessons, and you can buy packs for different songs. If, it, if you don't like what's on there, you can also learn bass. And it's, it's got, like, a lot of really neat... Um, applications so. yeah so um as a heads up um it turns out that we actually need to get to a closing note uh pretty soon but is there anything else you'd like to share we um audiobooks are there any good audio series that you're listening to no actually what's a really good one and i think is relevant to today is the dictator's handbook Ooh. yeah okay so Cash put me on it and I didn't have a chance to listen through it, but there is a free version on YouTube. Uh, the Dictator's Handbook is a lot of essays and, um, you know, well-versed thoughts on like different people like Adolf Hitler. Um, and also um, like, you know, it, gosh, I always get this mixed up. I believe it's North Korea, that's evil Korea. Okay. Yes. Okay. So with North Korea's like sudden, like how they, how they control people and masses and fear. Um, so let me go ahead and bring up the information for that dictator's handbook. Because once you listen to it, you start to think about other things and you're like, oh, this is why the, it is the way that it is with like some of these people. So it's, um, it's by Bruce Bueno de Mesquita and Alistair Smith. Um, and I would say like in total, I think it's about a four hour listen, um, but it's still a really good source to like really consider things that we're listening to. Also, if you like to scare yourself, but also kind of understand another thing is like, it's not an audiobook, but I did watch two episodes of Pandemic on Netflix. Mm, okay. So that way it's a whole documentary on how pandemics and viruses and like the effects of those viruses. So they go into talking about swine flu and uh, like just flu season in general and like the mm -hmm. impact it's had on the world and like different timelines of when like big viruses happen, like the Spanish flu. Um, and so they, so that way we can learn from like the mistakes of the past and it's really relevant for today, just so that way you can take these things as an example and like better yourself for how to handle this virus. At first, I took this virus as, dude, just wash your hands. Don't cough on anybody. If you're feeling sick, stay home. Like, don't be stupid, right? Yeah. But now it has a larger impact. It's like shutting down markets. It's shutting down events. It's shutting, it's making people lose their jobs. And so um, in a nutshell, like, yeah, like it, all this really, really sucks. And like, I'm really lucky to still have a job, but like, who knows how this might escalate? Like, I might still have a job, for the rest of the year, or I might only still have a job for the next three weeks. So we'll yeah. see how everything like pans out, you know, but speaking of pan pandemic, um, yeah, just watch pandemic just to get some insight and understanding on how these viruses really impact the community. Um, yeah, sure. I'm healthy and I'm not having any, any problems with like my breathing or I don't have diabetes and I'm really lucky, but people who are old, getting close to the end of their lives who thought they would maybe see like another year or like people who are compromised, they don't get to see like, you know, past the year when these things happen, because, you know, like having one problem with another problem stack that stacks on top of it, like you start to see like the downfall of you yeah. know, your whole being in general. So well, that's like part of the reason why this is like um, so scary is because whenever you have like a virus that crosses over from like an animal, 
um, the animal or poor practices in the market or poor practices in the market. But for this particular case, it's something that is being, you know, in newly introduced to our system. So they worry about mutations and they worry about, you know, how quickly that goes because right now it's like, yeah, you can get it and be fine or you can get it and die. And there's like not much in between and Mm -hmm. not much in the way of like preventative practices that we can do other than, you know, just washing ourselves. Um, But no, on the flip side of that script, if you're looking for something that's a little more on like the lighthearted and um, a funny side, the more fantastical side of things, I have been listening to Everybody Loves Large Chests. Um, It is a a four book series. It is amazing. It is incredible. So uh, it's set in like a fantasy verse. Like if you were playing video games and like the little monsters and things that you kill just to like level up in the beginning it's set from one of the monsters point of view and basically this monster accidentally levels up one day and it it just sets off a whole chain reaction and you follow um this monster through its evolution and it's incredible it's like so well um written and then it's an audiobook they do all the voices it's great um by Mm -hmm. nevin iliev uh n-e-v-e-n-i-l-l-i-e-v and it is hilarious. It's great. I'm listening to it on Audible. Um, another series that I'm listening to is uh, We Are Legion, We Are Bob. Uh, <laughs> and the the Bobicles. <laughs> They're great. Yeah, the Bob Chronicles. Uh, basically, this man, you know, goes into cryo. And when he wakes up, they've actually like downloaded him and he's like a a computer program and they send him into space. It's great. Uh, So yeah, those are are my series recommendations. (laughs) Yeah, so we are Legion. What was about the large breasts? Oh yes, everybody loves large chests. Everybody loves large chests. Uh, There's Pandemic and then as well as uh, the Dictator's Handbook to check out. So now that we're getting into a closing note with Don't Cast and Drive, just a couple of things. I did get a bunch of interviews in this week. Yes. Yay. Now people like, what are we calling you? We know you're at home. Yeah, yeah. So right now we have, uh, so just to kind of introduce some people like, you know, that are going to be coming up, we got nerdcore artists left and right, uh, plus a couple, like one, uh, not one, but like, yeah, you know, it is one. We have a couple, we have a bunch of nerd core artists, artists coming up here, kind of giving me their impressions on this whole COVID thing. So um, you'll, please expect some interviews being released on Tuesday, um, right after our Monday release of this episode. So you're going to hear from DJ Tayukin, Kick Flames, Rock Knowledge, and Rocky Tirade in this, or Rocky, Rocky Tirade in the Rocky. same inter- interview. These are my two homeboys from Arizona. We got Mons from the East mm-hmm. Bay. He's also a good friend of mine from college. And then we also have Grayson, who was previously night. AKA. Previously Matt. AKA. 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 <laughs> AKA. So, um, AKA. Yeah. So of course, if you guys are interested in doing an interview or if you want to send even like both Kylie and I comments and questions and things that you would like us to like, you know, just like kind of shout out about you, please email us at don'tcastindrive at gmail.com. Again, don'tcastindrive at gmail.com. And again, through this whole crisis, please keep your sanity. Keep your sanity. Keep yourself hydrated. Keep yourself hygienic and take care of yourselves. Okay. Yes. Yes. We love you. 
We love you. Mummy. Bye. All right.